Welcome to Heart Shaped Leaves After Dark Podcast. You wake up over there. Sorry. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Uh, be sure and hit the like and subscribe button if you like this content and would like to see more of it. And uh, if you don't want to miss any upload, then hit that notification bell. Hashtag Freak Cletus. That all helps us with the uh, with the matrix. I mean, with the YouTube algorithm. And, Is this something uh, that you're intending on me to interrupt you on? No. Okay. Why am I pausing or something? I'm just, am I, I doing would, a poor I'm job? Just asking a question. Is that a critical statement I didn't, or no, just, just asking? <clears throat> okay. You're welcome to do it if you don't like the way I do it. <laughs> I'm trying my best. <laughs> uh, be sure and uh, leave us a comment down uh, throughout the podcast. Uh, that also help multiple interactions helps us with with YouTube uh, if there is such a thing. So anyway, we appreciate you guys tuning in today and. What do you have on the docket for today's podcast? Oh, we don't even know what today's about. Usually, well, if you we say, if we have a pre- podcast well, is well, if we have a predefined topic, like we knew we were going to get into Mon that's Monsanto. The pro- yeah, that's I want to say Monstera, Monsanto last week. So if we know we're getting into that specifically, but sometimes we just have that's a couple. The problem most of the time we don't know. Most what of the we're time into, we have so a we few minor. Should scrap the welcome to this episode. Blank, 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 blank. I didn't. I didn't know. do. I didn't do that part. I just said welcome. Welcome to today's episode. I didn't say today's episode is. We don't know. I didn't do that. <laughs> You're super defensive today. I did not. <laughs> I wasn't trying to say anything about the way you were doing it. I was just saying when you said, "Well, what are we talking about today?" I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, you got an idea. You got a um, you got you you got you got a few things I'm sure in store for Rachel's reflections. But you had a rough week, so this this week was a this week was a maybe. Yeah, it's probably this week this is, is becoming been, a common thing by the way. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. What's that? Having rough weeks, it seems like uh uh 2021 shaping up to be worse than 2020 for in our in our household. I guess so. I don't know. I don't really know what's going on. My kids, I'm having a really rough time with my kids this past, uh, I guess, 2021, just like you said. It's been really rough. I've got a kid that's got a really bad issue, attitude issue. I don't want to say who because I want to protect their privacy because 10 years from now, right? it won't matter. But um, You know who you are. You know who you are. And it affects me a great deal, and it messes with my mood, and it messes with my ability to function and it messes with a lot of stuff because the homeostasis of the home is disrupted so uh that doesn't make me feel good and i've just been really feeling really sad lately yeah you've <laughs> just been off know. i've been really off yeah you've been off i can tell yeah yeah you were really off one of the days and then you've still been off even before and after that still yeah i'm not feeling too hot yeah that's for sure yep but tee hee tee hee welcome to real life everybody i don't i'm not on every single day of the year whoopsie but i don't know i don't know what to tell you i've just been having a really rough week maybe they're all gonna be rough now i don't know maybe this is the new normal maybe it is the new normal i hope it isn't me too on a good note uh your plants seem to all be doing really well um the issue you had with what we thought was mold and ended up being 
what was it? Mealy bugs? Uh, that well, there's those are two completely different things. Oh. Um, I think. Oh, well, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Well, there was the pink princess. They actually had bacterial spot. Okay. They just happened to be in the tent when they had the bacterial spot, and then. Later on, I found that some of the plants that I thought had bacterial spot, actually, I had thrips. So, I've got a big old case of thrips, thrips. in my tent, which is also pretty depressing because all my most expensive plants are in there. How is and it going? Are you Do you have it under control? or I'm, As much as I can have that under control and my life under control and my kid under control and the laundry, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. as much so as anything no. else. <laughs> no. Actually, and that's a really good point. I think I know my Rachel's reflections is for today, for sure. Okay. Well, hang on to it. I'm going to. Yeah, you're going to. Yeah, I'm going to. But the thrips, I mean, I don't know. I'm just dealing with them like I deal with anything else, mealybugs or spider mites or anything else. I'm just washing everything super thoroughly, very thankful that everything is stuck in the tent and can't get out of the tent. Mm-hmm. Um, well, as far as I know, uh, I'm definitely not moving things in and out of the tent. I'm using latex gloves. While I'm dealing with things inside of the tent, just to ca- just to kind of try to keep from cross contaminating to other places in my house, but it's pretty nerve wracking when you have as many plants as I have to get because thrips travel. Every most people know that they fly, and once you get them, it's like a scourge inside your home, and then you just it's kind of like you know how we have we just kind of have spider mites. Mm-hmm. We will we will just kind of have thrips. Too. Permanently, I'm guessing. I mean, I don't. Well, that really don't know. sound good. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to make it. Like, I've already tried releasing five thousand lacewing bugs, and and uh, we didn't see one. We saw the 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 bugs before they became hatched into lacewings, right? Yeah, because you got to put or them in. Do all they the metamorphosis? Envelopes. Do they do go through metamorphosis yeah, like they, a butterfly? Mm-hmm. So we saw their their larva stage or whatever. And we never saw one lacewing. No, and I never saw not a single like one. the little cocoons that they're supposed to make that look like little mealybug almost, yep. little white cotton bally type substances that are that, are, that the lacewings are supposed it's to fly out of. Like they sent us bags of thrips. <laughs> it's almost like they sent me a, a bag of just like pincher bugs that didn't do anything else but bite me on the hand four or five times. Yep. I don't know. Um, I've already been retreating everything with systemic. But to be honest with you, my, I think everybody at a time or two during their plant collecting just gets to the point where you're just kind of like, oh, well, I guess, you know, yeah, if you we'll make it, you, if he lives, he lives. If he dies, he dies. Yeah, you know, what I'm sucks just, is you got some of, some of your really nice plants in there. You know, you I can You got your half moon elbow, your aria. Yeah. That's two off the top of my head that I really don't want something bad to happen to them. <laughs> those were very hard to find and to locate and to acquire and i've already made my money back on them yeah so it's not, not like I'm, I'm just saying i'd like to illustrate that if anything does die it's usually not a net negative well, because typically before it gets to something like that happening i have propagated it and right. redistributed it to the point to where most of the purchase price is null at that point i wasn't so. thinking from a financial standpoint yeah. I was thinking from what if we want to replace it standpoint. We oh, can't. well, that I mean, will be impossible in today's climate yeah. because the prices are going. Yeah, it's just going to be very, very difficult. But with every. Maybe with I every can join mount- the dirty plant hole group. 
And uh, no, I, I guess I'd be buying them from you. That wouldn't work. Never mind. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. was a really dumb thought that I said out loud before I should have. Well, the um, I don't really know what to do. I don't know. I think I'm just doing what everybody tries to do and just ignore the fact that I have a problem. Uh, well, and, you're not and ignoring it. Treat it when I treat it when I come in here. You know what I mean to do yeah. things, but other, I'm not thinking about it all. Oh the time. yeah, I don't think it, it runs your life, but it is kind of frustrating that it's some of your nicer plants that. Not from a financial standpoint, like I said, but just because you really like those plants. You've wanted a half-moon elbow for for three years. Which is why it makes perfect sense that it has thrips. Yeah. yeah. To me, that makes perfect sense but that this, it has thrips. This but. illustrates that when you do get a, a, a plant that is of high value to you, and you're going to propagate it anyway, uh, maybe propagate it a little bit sooner than you normally would have and separate them. Get them in separate rooms and separate uh, environments so that if something happens to one, it doesn't happen to both of them. That's the that's the only thing I could say. Super insightful. Yeah, I mean, seriously. Wish I would have thought of that. Are you being serious <laughs> or sarcastic? Because I can't tell anymore. Uh, me neither. I don't know. Um, I can't. Just, I can't propagate them because they're not big enough. So. Yeah, they're yeah. I'm not saying that you should have. I'm just saying something to think about. You know, for people that have stuff like that, if it if you if you can Hell propagate yeah. it, Hell yeah. uh, and you're and you're planning on it, but you're just kind of reluctant. You know, you got all your eggs in one pot at that point, and if that pot or that area has a problem, then it's too late. So, yeah, I'd put it in a different part of your house altogether. Yep, yep. Just like on networking, you know, you gotta can't have a single point of failure. I've been working on that a lot at work with networking equipment and trying to eliminate some of the single points of failure, and that is a single point of failure. When that one plant gets it, all of that plant gets it. And if you had it in two plants, you got a 50-50 chance that one of them's going to be okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a good policy, but... but um, like you said, you got to wait for the plant to get bigger. Yeah, I'm just so bummed out about it, I don't even really care or give a shit. You don't want to you know? talk about it for sure. Well, <laughs> I feel this, the stupid thing in my brain is I can't remember if I've talked about it on this podcast before or not. Because I feel like I've talked about it twice, but I don't know where I talked about it at. It's okay. <laughs> or who it's I okay talked if it to comes about up it. Again. But it's like, yeah. I'm a part, I've, I've had all of the bugs now. Now I've had all of them. Thrips. You've had mealy bugs, bugs, spider mites. The only thing, which I don't know. Don't if, say it out loud. No shit. <laughs> Never mind. I don't know. I don't. I'm not aware of another pest, and I'm and I'm. But I'm. You know, I'm the sidekick here, and I don't want to hear it out loud because, dang. It's like this winter we was so it. cold, and so the house had to get so dry just to keep warm. It was different than any other winter we've ever had before, and I feel like it's made my plants send out serious distress signals and every bug that you know within a five mile radius found my window seal and, and crawled right in that's how I feel about it so I don't know this winter was just so brutal to everybody's collections especially people that lived in Texas and that weren't even able to keep themselves warm mm -hmm. let alone their plants you know so yep. and I think I talked about it before but I have no recollection there's a post right now in the dirty plant hoe group for people to um, make a comment on if you lost a large portion of your collection so that we can all try to send care packages to each other when mm -hmm. it gets really nice outside, which 
on another note, when is the mail going to start running normal? Because I don't know, if, but because if I start selling plants in the beginning of March and the post office isn't guaranteeing anything, then what am I supposed to do? The the whole mail pack mail process right now is ridiculous. I understand when the whole country was getting hit with the snowstorm. And by the just before you even get started, we're not talking about employees or your mom if no. your mom works there or you no. if you work there. Okay, no, we're it's talking just about the overall state of company, their overall operations, and it's not just the post office. It's, it's UPS, everybody. FedEx is atrocious right now in getting packages. I lit. I mean, I like I said, I understand if you got a package and it's going through Memphis and Memphis got hit with 19 inches of snow. I get it. I get it. That's going to be. That's going to. There's that going to be. That affects a, everything. Right. That affects a lot. And those hubs, I understand, slow it down. But that's been two weeks ago. But and so, I got stuff in California that's getting stuck. Why is it getting stuck in California? I don't know. Why is it getting stuck in freaking Arizona? I don't know. And not in Las Vegas. I've got stuff that are stalling out in those towns for like three days. And they're saying due to due to uh, extreme weather, and I'm like, what kind of extreme weather they get in Las Vegas? I'm pretty sure it's hot and dry because I've been there before. I don't, I don't think. Know. I'm just worried just, about. I've uh, seen a, a rotten, uh, uh, variegated Adansonia show up, ooh, and golly. on a Facebook group, and the, they know the USPS is not gonna. Can you imagine? Yeah, and they're then not what, gonna. The sellers got to refund the, yeah. you know, and you know how much that must have cost, and then it's given me. Somebody getting screwed it's on that deal. freaking me out because I sell pretty expensive plants myself. So what happens when, when the weather's fine? Yeah, yeah okay? it's March and we're ready to do a purge. March and and everything's still running behind, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to feel super good about sending a 300 dollar plant in the mail with zero guarantee that it's going to make it where it's going. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. It's just... That seems wild. It, it is wild, and it, it doesn't make sense. I'm sure there's probably some reasons for it, but I know uh, there's reasons for it. I don't know what they are. I'm I just think saying it's a combination it of COVID, is. COVID, and the weather got them delayed, got them behind. Yeah. So there's probably a backlog of packages. But crap, dude. I mean, everybody has to deal with backlogs, and oh, I mean, every business got shut down for the snow, and you got a backlog of orders, or you got a backlog of something, and everybody just works extra. You work a little overtime, you get caught up, and then everything's back to normal. That's just every business does that. For some reason, these businesses are not doing it, and I don't know why, and it's very frustrating. Um, you have a hard time planning your you know, your workload. You order products. You, you go to get them in. You plan, that's going to be here Monday. Then I'm going to do this on Tuesday and Wednesday, and then Thursday this happens, and then the product never shows up, and it screws up your whole schedule. It's just frustrating. I don't know. I'm just worried. I hope that everything starts chugging along because if not, I'm not going to feel comfortable mailing off packages that are that expensive. Maybe driving and meeting people at parts of, you know, <laughs> like everybody meet us in St. Louis and then we're going to do a trip to, you know, Amarillo or if something. If they're paying that much, they're not going to want it to be put in the mail just to be, you know, floated around indefinitely. I can still people see people getting their packages, but it's like a alarming number of people who are not. And I've seen, like I said, the plants meow. She's she had such a hell of a time that it it with and I know she sells really expensive things and she had such a hell of a time. It's got me shell shocked over here, just not even you know wanting to deal with it. But I can't imagine a variegated Adansonia being in this. Can I mean, what do you do uh, if you're the seller? I don't know. And you ship it priority mail, and it's expected to get there in one to two days. Or Express, I guess that's Express. I don't think they used Express. Oh, 
I don't know what they were thinking. All I know is that mm, I've just seen a lot of it. That one example, I don't think they use Express, but I've seen a lot of examples of it other than that. Well, so. I know sometimes when we've dealt with, uh, like, mountain orchids and we buy stuff in the wintertime, they don't give you the option of what the shipping is going to be. They say it's going to be uh, express Expensive mail. Expensive as hell. And it's going to be packed in a star. It's going to be packed in a styrofoam box, and they just charge you fifty five dollars shipping. Yeah. And you take it or leave it. So right. if you're buying a twenty dollar begonia and you want to pay you sixty dollars shipping, it's eighty bucks. You better buy four. Begonias. Or you buy four or five of them to spread the cost <laughs> out because they're all going to fit in the same box. But they don't give you an option for anything, right. and that's probably a good idea. And that's his way of saying, you know. If you're not willing to pay to get it there safely, then you probably don't need to buy it. Yeah. You just need to wait. And that's that's probably the way to do it. And doing, you know, just because normally things arrive in two to three days, right now that's not happening. And yeah. it's not even close to happening. Uh, the snow's been melted and completely clear of all roads, side roads, and parking lots for at least a week and a half here where we're at. Yeah, but and it's just where we're and, at. Well, you I don't know, know what everybody but, else but is. I know, but everybody, you look at the temperatures, and everybody else has got 50-degree temperatures, too. <sighs> yeah. So I know there's going to be places where they piled the snow up, scraped it, and those piles are still there. But, you know, it, it's not affecting airlines. It's not affecting trucks. But, you know, it's a bad yeah. time to be buying stuff, the especially last, live stuff. The last time when we, um, I think we were podcasting, I mentioned that, I went to an American Begonia Society meeting, and I talked all kinds of trash because this one guy said something stupid oh, and yeah. <laughs> said that my chat was really lame or whatever, and then I made this big deal about it, and um, the ABS reached out to me and said that they were really sorry that that happened to me, which made me extremely embarrassed that I had even talked about it. Which you made were just basically me talking shit. Apologize yeah. because how, I never thought in a million years that not very many people watch this podcast. Let's be real, okay? Well, you know, not very many people 3, do. So yeah. when someone from the ABS heard what I was saying, I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Out of like all the people that listen to the podcast, that's one the, of their one of the people was one of their senior people. Listened. I was like, "Oh crap." So then I realized all in one breath, all in one instance, you know, that instead of saying, hey, I got to go to this really cool Zoom-style American Begonia Society meeting, I didn't talk about what they talked about at all. You focused on the guy that was the, being a jackass. <laughs> I didn't talk about the experience or how good it was or anything like that. I just talked trash, and then I moved on to the next, next subject. So um, to... Make that better, I would like to say that it was a great little Zoom meeting that they had, and I really enjoyed it. Darren was, he gave a really good presentation. We got to see the Begonia Titan and Flamingo Queen and all the ones that make the really big leaves that I had mm -hmm. recently gotten from Steve's Leaves. What was it Darren said that the, if he would have seen one of the other ones get fully mature, he would have not called the Titan the Titan because another one ended up being bigger? What was that one? Uh, I can't recall. Really, um, I, that's another thing. I'm having a really hard time with my memory. Like, I'm having such a hard time with my memory that I'm debating on whether or not to go to a doctor because it's getting really bad. Well, that is a common after effect of COVID. And I don't know. I've been having trouble the same way. Like, as bad as me, though? Uh, I Babe, think, I can't I think remember you've always anything. had a little bit of that, and now you got more of it. No. But I don't know. 
just affecting you slightly worse. How but how often I, did you see me searching for words before? I mean, no, you didn't. I don't. I ha- I feel like I had great access to my vocabulary, you, and I still I can feel myself talking, and I can't access. I just thought you were getting old. I'm 36 years old. I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> it's, kidding. It's like, what the f is going on? Like, how come I? We were walking out. I couldn't think of the word for van. I can't think of simple words. It's really freaking me out a little bit. You yeah. know, like, but that is a side effect. We have read that that is a common side effect. <sighs> is is uh, when did I get it? We got it around Christmas. We got it after Christmas, like around New Year's, because I was off work that week that we got it. So not very long ago. No, two months ago. Jeez, Louise, time's crawling. Look, like your sense, your sense of taste has not returned. I mean, not or smell. Your smell. Not all the way. Neither one of them. I don't yep. know. I just feel very alarmed at my cognitive abilities right now. Very alarmed. <laughs> like I can't carry on normal conversations. Right. I feel like a very old person who's like searching for simple words like chair or phone. You know what I mean? It's freaking me out. It'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. You'll, you'll get better. <laughs> It'll be you'll all right. Better. And if not, we'll just make fun of you. You know, there's a 100% <laughs> chance of death during this lifetime, so I'm definitely not making it out. I would just like to be able to remember what words are what before I kick the the whole entire bucket. You know what I mean? Right. I don't want to go out feeble and uh, not knowing which way You don't want a up. soccer kick that bucket all the way across the yard. <laughs> no. I'd like to know <laughs> words before I leave. That would be nice. Words. So you had a fun little shopping experience, I understand, yesterday. I did. It was probably a good thing that he came down. Cody came down on Friday morning, and I was... Cody who? Cody from the Plant Channel. Okay. I figured everybody knew that, but in case they didn't, I'm pointing out. (laughs) You could just say it. I'm having trouble with words. Uh, Cody with the Plant Channel came down... And he just kind of told me he was coming down in the morning. I didn't really know he was going to come down, but I had had such a horrific day. I, I had to be on the phone with the, my kids' teachers for several hours that morning, and I would, the morning before, and it had just ruined my entire, entire day. And then the next morning is when Cody wanted to come down and uh, go shopping, and I'm glad I went. It was, it was fun, and we got to go to uh, Parks Brothers, which is a local greenhouse. It's about 12 minutes away from where I am. In our town, just right outside city limits, yeah. And uh, he picked up a couple of flats and some veggies and stuff like that, and um, they had some house plants that they're about to start pushing out. They're still in, like, little baby ceiling. They had some, I can't, I don't think I'm allowed to even say because they were showing us, like, privately that stuff, but they had quite a few um uncommon i would say house plants there that they were growing out oh it's so. about time something nice happens around here yeah Lord, it's, well man. there's very few house plant shopping places we went to we went to parks brothers we went to new myers we went to sherem's and all three of them i found plants i mean i can pretty much find plants to buy no matter what but um they just really didn't have anything and i know that Cody goes plant shopping regularly in places like Fayetteville and Rogers and all kinds of stuff. And I was like, yeah, you're pretty much coming down here just to hang out with me because. Not for the plant shopping down the here. The house plants are going to be slim picking. It's house plant purgatory for shopping down here. Yeah. I got a, while we were out though, I got a miniature, it's supposed to be a dwarf blueberry. Who knows if it'll ever put out blueberries. We'll see. I got a dwarf pineapple. It's called a patio pineapple. 
we'll see if that comes to fruition. I got a Hoya Retusa, which I've never seen before in my area. I got an orchid that's like an all yellow, just a regular. Don't know the word for it. Just a regular, regular uh, old orchid. orchid. Who knows what they're called? And um, plain, plain, plain orchid. old orchid. It's got green leaves and it's got <laughs> yellow blooms. And the reason why I got the orchid is because one of my orchids actually grew a spike. No. So I'm an official. I have a I have a confession now. to make on that spike. Whatever. It's I don't plastic even hear and it. I and I glued I don't it on. I don't even want to hear it. You get one bloom spike, and you think you know orchids, right? Yeah, so I got a couple. <laughs> I got one at Walmart, and then I got one when I was out shopping with Cody. And Cody got a whole, whole car, whole ass carload full of stuff while we were out, mostly veggies and stuff. And he only got a couple of little ding dongy thing thongs here or there. Ding dong thongs. Ding dong thing thongs down there. But he, he left with a carload of shit, and I boxed him up a big box full of plants from, from the house because of all his recent tragedies. Trying to give him thrips. I told his ass, too. I said, Did you warn him? I said, God knows. I said, I didn't have time to, like, prep any of these cuttings or anything like that. And I said, I took them from just about every part every part of the house. I said, so. Except for the grow tent. Nothing from the grow tent. Right. right. It's in quarantine. It's in quarantine. So I just gave him the box, and I said, treat everything before you put it in your greenhouse and you know keep it isolated or whatever because you never know but i didn't give him anything that was actively like crawling with anything that i'm aware of cody i don't know maybe i did so what was tell me more about this uh uh plant that you saw that you thought to get but it was down to like one it was some sort of a carnivorous plant or something oh it was it it was what cody was gonna get i didn't want to get it because we found a um, pitcher plant that was just, you know, the giant hanging baskets that they have at the grocery store that they start selling like in the spring, the really big ones. It was a pitcher plant in that big of a basket. And some of the leaves were gigantic, long. And one of the pitchers, it only had one good surviving pitcher on it, but it was every bit of just, I, I don't know. I still can't believe you didn't foot. get that. I w- I'm just shocked that you didn't get that. I have zero places to put it. I have reached maximum capacity. No. Yeah, it's pretty depressing, actually. <laughs> I feel like I have. I feel no. like I have. I feel like I want to grow some vegetables over the spring, and I feel like you're afraid uh, to bring them in with. I don't. I don't think I can cross mojinate it. That would be a great thing if you've actually made it to the 26 minute mark of this boring yeah, podcast. Then you could tell me down below. Are you gonna? You're gonna. I don't think you should edit that out. That's insane. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just making notes on what I want to talk about. I can't hold your tongue. You've made it to this point. Hold your tongue. You were talking. Go ahead. I don't know what I was saying. You said if you've made it to this point, talk about growing vegetables. To this point in this imaginative, that raining gear. Woo! This crazy good podcast. Then you should let me know down below in the comment section whether or not you have grown vegetables and houseplants in the same environment. And if you did, did you encounter any problems doing it? Because I've heard it's extremely bad idea. You do Don't, dirt, you do hydroponics. Right. Do whatever, whatever, however you did it. How did you do it? Because I'm just terrified. I don't want to let, to give Casey the, the go ahead to go, you know, putting all kinds of tomatoes and everything else in a hydroponic thing. And then, you know, three weeks later, 
you know, when everything starts blooming, I've got aphids throughout my entire houseplant collection with no way to hose them off because it's not an outdoor gig or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I always think about 10 steps ahead to what if it did happen and what if I did have a problem, how will I solve it? And I don't see a solution at that point. Like that's my biggest fear is um, some sort of potato bug Mm -hmm. or like tomato bug Mm -hmm. or things that I'm not even familiar with, like attacking my plants. And then I'm like, oh shit, now what do I do? Yeah, no. I'm only I wanting to grow a couple of things. I'm wanting tomatoes I'm wanting and I'm to wanting grow things too. cilantro because we use that a lot. We make a lot of guacamole, and I'd love to have fresh tomatoes and fresh cilantro in it because when we've done it before, fresh cilantro, when you cut it right off the vine or right off the, the stalk, is so strong and so so flavorful than the stuff that you get at the store that's just kind of, you know, barely got the flavor in it. Yeah. I want to grow vegetables too, but I just don't want to ruin everything that I've worked really hard for over the past two years just because I wanted to grow a couple of vegetables. You know, I just don't want to feel like an idiot, you know, two months down the road. But Like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, like, oh, yeah let us know that. what you know about mixing vegetables and uh, houseplants in the same house. And before you suggest, well, you should just do it outside. Uh, apparently, there's not one square foot or inch of our property that gets sun for any amount of time during the day. So we... We can't grow vegetables outside. Heavily treed in the sides of the house and the front at uh, the backyard. Right. So there's really not enough sunlight because I've tried to grow them out there and they were they were they were leggy and they were not getting enough sun. Yeah. So I don't so have to put an them option. in the front yard or yeah. the front yard where. That's I mean, what I'm saying. I mean, <laughs> like put them in the front yard. Where or, we would have to put them in the yard would be in the yard, like in the middle be, of the like where. Yeah. You, can't do that you can't just have shit in the middle of your yard like yeah, that and it, it couldn't be up by the house because there's only like five hours of sun direct sun that they get so anything that needs more than that is uh you know we'd have to have it further out in the yard uh it's just not we just we just got too many uh too many shades shaded areas and too many tall structured trees and houses around us to where there's just not a lot of uh, long stretches of sunshine. Yeah, it's pretty dark. But we've got a few grow lights in the house that are pretty dang bright. So we've got, yeah. I know we could do it in the house because I've done it indoors before. And you you got a whole lot better setup than I had downstairs when I was doing it. I mean, you've got lights all over the place. You've got hard, deep penetrating lights. I mean, these lights you're using over here are bright way brighter than anything I ever used. I mean, the, the lighting. You think that those big-ass, hot, big, giant lamps you have downstairs aren't I, as well, strong? Well, that one lamp, would it was big and hot, but all the other ones I've used are just little LED panels, and I would just have them kind of angled in different ways, and they were a lot of red, not as much white, and not the full spectrum, and they weren't right. as bright. I mean, these were just, you know, that was three years ago. Uh, the these, these newer bulbs that you're doing, these Sansi bulbs are just, you can't look at them. They're so bright. Yeah, so I don't know. It's just, can we have them in the same environment? Because I know I could set you up a nice rack on casters that you could move around and put an aquarium at the bottom and pump water into all kinds of LECA grow trays above it where you could do short stuff and you could do a little taller stuff and then you'd have vines and you could t- tie it off to the sides of the rails for stuff that needed to vine, like, you know, uh, uh whatever and then we got plenty of light to hit it from all angles uh i know we can do it it's just the pest you know can you intermingle it and the look of it 
also, I mean. Would it look bad? Yeah. You think so? It'd be a lot more, you know, you have to cut it back more because the stalks will grow and produce tomatoes and then they die and then they grow in different places. But crap, I kept, I mean, I kept a. It's hard for me to say when I have all these houseplants that I think that, but I don't know. I almost feel like in my mind, houseplants look good. Mm-hmm. And then like it's off-putting. To, it would be a little off-putting if you walked into someone's living room and they and you were like, Hit in the face with like tons of tomato plants. Well, maybe like, we don't put it in the living room. Although I don't know where we'd put it. But the only places we have to put things in our home are places where it's like everybody's exposed to it, and that's it. Yep. I think what really probably needs to happen is a big downgrading of just stuff. That probably is what, what needs of, to happen. Purge a few plants. Purge a few things. Yeah. Um, I feel also stuck. So how do I downgrade and then keep a good selection of plants to propagate and provide to other people at the same time? Well, you're going to have your staples. Some, you know, you're going to have things that you sell all the time. Yeah. And then you could have some one-offs. You know, there's a lot of plants I'm looking at that I don't even know what the, what, what they are. And that don't mean nothing because I don't know a lot of them. But, you know, that yeah. one and that one, you know. <laughs> those. Those over there? Yeah. That no. just don't aren't necessary. I'm not saying they're not necessary, but I'm saying you probably could downsize and do some consolidation to where you had sell that big stump, old stumpy. Everybody, you had to show it everybody. Darren stumpy sent enough. me that. Darren, oh, li- okay, yeah. see, so that's I got a sentimental thing, that's, and he's oh. laughing his butt off because he yeah. <laughs> he sent you the problem stump that he didn't want to deal with. <laughs> he was just gonna toss it. It wouldn't have been no problem for him, but that's a, that's the problem with a lot of these plants. Is a lot of them are sentimental. A lot of them were sent to me by by dirty plant hoes or viewers, or yep. it's gotten to a weird point now where it's like I can't. I'm like, oh it's no, kind of like hoarding. Um, there's a hoarding element to this, mm, and the fact mm. that either your brain's running slow or you're <laughs> trying uh, to. I don't know if I want to argue with that or not. I don't know. I I don't think that. I think maybe who people who are really full on hoarders have had that issue their entire lives. And I'm not saying you're a hoarder in general because you're not. But yeah. it's like that. It's like that. It's got like there's an element of that to the to the some sentimental of the value of the, the sentimental plants and stuff no. like that. I will give you that. That it is very it becomes very kind of an irrational conversation at that point. But also, people watch my channel, mm-hmm. and knowing that someone would potentially have their feelings hurt, it's just. Why would I mean? It's good to try to avoid hurting people's feelings. Yeah, I think but, it's a good thing, but plants also die. At the same time, it's like I don't know if I can keep all of them. You know what I mean? Yep. But I didn't anticipate having that problem. I really didn't because I don't know. I didn't think people would send me that many plants. Yeah, the people and that sent you a the, lot of and stuff. And over the year last year, people and I'm not gonna say no. I mean, obviously, it's like not, yeah. Saying no to to twenty dollar bill, you know, I'm not gonna say no. It's just at the same time, I don't know. I don't know. It is a lot, and it doesn't become a crushing amount of a lot until you get a big pest out, pest outbreak, and then you're like, oh shit, this yeah. is a lot. This is a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm just walking around in fear of. I'm not even been checking my plants really close. You're afraid because I'm afraid <laughs> of finding that shit. It's like not else. going and having your taxes done because you're afraid of how bad it's going to be. Not so you going ignore to the it dentist. and you ignore it and you ignore it. And then at some point you have to go do it. And you're like, oh, crap, I wish I'd have done this two months ago. Like yeah, that's my entire life. Try to save life. up for it, you know. 
Yeah, but I'm going to have to figure out something because I want to garden as well. But I don't know. I, I feel I like. I don't mind building you some raised bed gardens. It's just I don't know what they would look like way out in the front yard. I mean, I don't know if there's a I way we could. I don't want any in the front yard. No. <laughs> I don't it's think just, we do either. It's one of those things where if I really want to do it, I'll do it and I'll figure out a way to do it on my own. You know, I don't. Maybe you could find some uh, series of plants that don't need that much direct sunlight and could do with kind of like uh, ambient light shade. Yeah. You know, because that's still pretty bright in the shade compared to. (coughs) If something's a fruiting plant. Yeah, it needs a lot of light. That's just the way it goes. But, you know, we genuinely talked about it, which is kind of another a little bit depressing point is. Even if we're doing good on our goals and even if we're working towards our goals and even if we were to find a good piece of land and even if we were to get to that point, you know what I mean, where we were able to purchase the land, it would still be so much more time before we were able to actually get out there. And I don't want to wait that long to garden, so I'm going to figure it out. Like, potentially it could be six or seven years. We're not balling like summer rain oaks. We don't have a ball and friends either. Yeah. You don't think they can hear that when you're doing that? Oh, can you hear it? I don't I don't think I can, but were well, you, you kissing the mic? Or no, I was just kind of scratching my lip a little bit. If you can't hear it, they can't hear it. <laughs> Looked like you were making out with the mic over there. <laughs> it's like that kissing machine Howard <laughs> and Raj had. You got, we're having a, a moment there. Hey. Anyways, it's going to take us a long time to get to a homesteading place and like, I don't know. You kind of feel trapped. I feel trapped a lot lately. It's weird because once you make up your mind, it's like, this is what I want for my future. This is what I want to do. And then you're like, but I can't get there right now. And it's yeah. requiring patience and planning and time. And that's one of the hardest things to do is to know what you want to do, but not be able to immediately do it. Yeah. Uh, you know, You know, we got issues with like kids in school. We don't want to uproot them and change their school. Basically at the, at can't the at this point. I'm already struggling so much with my kids. Right. If you I was to c- uproot them at yeah. this point, I might as well just you know, give e- up completely. Exactly right. You know, you got, a se- you got one and it's a senior. You don't, you can't uproot them. You don't want to voluntarily, you know. That, and not that you can't. Sometimes you don't have a choice, but we don't want to voluntarily uproot a senior and then uproot another high schooler and, up, you know, one struggling, like you said. It's just... Yeah. In all reality, we probably need to wait until all the kids are out of school, just from a just to try to pretend like we're being good parents. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have moved anyways. I mean, the only way we would have moved like immediately, like tomorrow, the only way we would do that is if, you know, maybe a relative had passed away and left us a piece of property on some land. And yeah. we could go move in right now and then put this on the market and slowly move out of it. That's it. That's the only way we would ever yeah. move. We don't have any relatives uh, with property where we want to. <sighs> all of my go. relatives hate my guts. Let's just put it like not all of them. Uh, I got a nana that likes me pretty good. Hi, nana. She listens. Hi, nana. And then I got some cousins and an aunt that like me okay. But my my whole dad's side of the family are just rotten pieces of shit. And when my dad dies, he's gonna leave all of his. Uh, things, inheritance, and whatever his to his beans. son. Because he had me, and then like 18 years after that, he had a son, and so he was like, oh, hell yeah. Everything going to this boy right here. I didn't never have, even have a girl. I just had a boy, and then he's, you know, so. 
that's the situation with that. Um, but it's like, that's fine, whatever. It's just, it's going to take so long to get to the place where we want to be. And I feel trapped. I feel trapped by the I fact that, that I'm you feel so, that way too. Uh, I'm so close to these. Didn't. It's not about that. It's just, I am such an unhealthy piece of shit. No, you're not. Yeah. It's just, uh, I can't stop can, eating uh, garbage. I can't, I can't get off my phone. You've gotten better on that. You found an equilibrium. <laughs> no. no, I did. You did for a while. I'm, no, I'm right back into it. It's like I'm full on using again. I just, I feel like maybe, I suck at everything. Maybe we could figure out a way to make to do the the move quicker. I think it would depend on where we found the land. I mean, it's always possible we find some land in the same outside of the same town that we're in. We wanted to move to Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, and then there's this reality check that I have to do on Casey all the time, or that I try to do on Casey. Imagine we've got the land, right? Mm-hmm. And imagine we're out there. Right. We're pretty lazy. Yeah. How are we? Okay, so we're going to bust our ass, and we're going to make this our seven- to eight-year goal, and we're going to get out there, and then what? Not have any free time. Not have any free time. We've already used up our Saturdays because that's podcast day. It's like, what are we? What are we even doing? Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, well, why are we moving at all? Well, the thing was to have a place where at some point I'm not working, and then we've got. I know. My you know, brain some, gets think so about confused. If you take kids and they're out of the house, that changes. That frees up your time and changes your schedule. And you have me not having to work. So that fills back up my time and my schedule. Well, but in a different way. Then we both have time to where we could do certain things, and that becomes our day-to-day job, if you will. You know, recording some stuff, documenting what we're doing on YouTube, but also having projects for gardening and houseplants and the greenhouse and the bee project and the, I don't see it. I don't see it happening. Yeah. You sound like Irish when you just said, I don't see it happening. Unless we both lose about 40 pounds. Well, I'm sure we would doing that, or we just wouldn't do it. <laughs> that's what you're worried about, is we just wouldn't do it. Correct. And that's my worry, is that we're going to get out there. We're going to be out in the, in, uh, well, 30 minutes away from town, and we're at, our asses are going to be driving to go There's get also some other things we wanted, we wanted to get away from. I wasn't done talking, but it's cool. You can go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Go, go ahead. Go on ahead. No, no, no. No, it's no. Cool. No, no. You've made your point. Now no, I'm going to no. shut up. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that every time you railroad me, too. I wasn't finished. Go ahead. Go ahead. Throw up. (laughs) I was just going to say that one of the benefits of moving out was not having Taco Bell and McDonald's literally 45 seconds down the street. But will our fat asses go seek it out and just drive further? No, no, because... There's where the lazy kicks in and helps us. It's like, oh my gosh, it's an hour drive back and forth just to, just for McDonald's or Taco Bell. Nah, we'll eat here at the house. So that's a good thing. We wanted to have water. We wanted to be somewhat more self-sufficient. To what degree? You know, having well water is is one level of being more self-sufficient. You know. I know. I just having some vegetables. Is self-sufficient. I, I just worry that we're imagining this future, and I don't think we're. Yeah, you know, it's not us. I don't think we're going to be skinny anime versions of us that are out there like hauling shit around and fuck, pulling vegetables out of the ground. It's not us. We're fat. We're inactive. Yeah. We're not going to be hundred percent. You know, <laughs> we're not going to be. 
fully self-sufficient. No shit. So uh, we, we're just going to take small incremental steps, and at some point we'll say, eh, that's about enough. And if we ever needed to ramp up more gardening, we could. You know, it's not that we can't. You know, we wanted to have uh, a body of water, like a small lake or a large pond, where we could stock it with fish, be somewhat self-sufficient on having some fish. We'd like to have enough land to where we had some wild animals that we could hunt. You know, a lot of the but land neither that neither one of us know how to hunt. I know how to hunt. We just don't have. To, I just don't have time to do it. It wouldn't. That's not, yeah. I know how to hunt. I've been hunting before. My bad. Yeah. Have you been hunting? Check before? it. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know. I yeah. genuinely didn't know that. Yeah. I just thought I know how I know you know how to use a gun. I yeah. didn't think you had ever went hunting. Yeah, I went hunting. We went turkey hunting a lot when I was a kid. I never oh. went deer hunting, but we went turkey I hunting. I didn't think yeah. I'd ever heard of you yeah. going deer hunting. Not deer hunting. hunting. Not didn't wasn't a big deer hunter. But you know, hunting's hunting. I mean, it, you're I didn't you're mean avid to hunters. Step on your masculinity. Thank there. you. I've got to defend it here. But we, a lot of the land that we have looked at had lots of lots of trees and lots of uh, uh, game paths where you had deer and you have wild hogs and. Uh, stuff like that so from a hunting standpoint you know that's that's one element of of self-sufficiency where if you had if you were able to kill your own meat and you know i just know the wild hog is going to be more active than me yeah. that's the problem yeah and i feel bad about shooting a wild hog living in arkansas that's like the mascot so you know i gotta move to oklahoma so i can shoot the wild hog and feel more you know that's you know arkansas i used to get joke. offended by that but i don't even care anymore arkansas <laughs> Sucks. I hate everything about it. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. So we want to move back to the land of your people. Yeah. Into back to Oklahoma, and that's where I grew up. So that's that's hopefully where we find some land. It's just right across the border. It literally wouldn't be, you know, my parents live over there right now. It just seems so far away. Yeah. It just seems so far away. Yeah, but like most things in life, it's probably going to be a lot of waiting and waiting and waiting and then, <gasps> It's here and we're moving and oh my gosh, what are we gonna do? I know. I just I have a How lot you of move? sorry. I have a lot of dread about it because I can't manage this house. Yeah. And you know well. that's true, and everyone else in the house knows that's true, and I can't keep uh, I can't keep ahead of it. I can't keep on top of it, and this is just a house. There's no nothing outside. Yeah. It's just inside. Well, another reason that waiting for the kids to be out of the house is a good thing. If it's just me and you, I know you can stay on top of me and you. That's true. You know, three-bedroom house, smaller house, we need one. you got a couple of guest bedrooms. You get them all nice and kneaded up, and then you shut the door, and you don't only open it when you have company. Yeah. You know, so uh, everything could be downsized from that standpoint. Plus, you're going to have a greenhouse, and I'm hoping to be able to get you or build you or buy you a large greenhouse to where you won't have all your plants just stuffed everywhere in your house you'll have lots of room to spread out and then you could be more picky and decorative with how you want to do stuff rather than having to put them all on the shelf just because you need space it'd be a different concept so i feel like am i making you feel better about it am i talking you into it uh kind of yeah i'm so i'm so shin deep and kid shit right now that yeah, i can't, can't even i can't even it. project myself into a world where i don't have you know yep. someone with a bad attitude trying to make me feel bad that i gave birth to him but yeah. um how dare you push yeah. me out of your body seriously <laughs> that's how i feel at this point so yeah i don't know sometimes when you're in the middle of a problem it's you, you can't see anything but the problem 
And then you have to get past it and have some time. And then when you look back, you're like, oh, man, it wasn't as bad as, I, as it felt in the middle of it. But you can't feel that way while you're in the middle of it. And that's just truth. You just can't do it. You yeah. have to get past it and give some time. So we're in the middle of it. So that's why it feels that way, you know. Yeah. And, and all we can do is get through it. If you have kids out there, uh, it sucks. And if you're one of those moms that's like, mm, this doesn't suck. I love my kids. I don't ever think it sucks. Just unsubscribe. I don't want you here. Get the hell out of my house. I don't even want you here. If She's you can't even joking. see this is dry humor. How the kids are ruining your life, then I don't even want to talk to you. So I don't know. <laughs> I'm ready to turn People are going to hear that and think you're being serious. I am to a certain degree. But you're not either to a big degree. But I am. But I really am. No, listen. Because two things. There's a lot of good people out there that feel that way that we enjoy conversing with. I wasn't done talking, but yeah. Two things can be true at once. Right? Right. I can be madly in love with my kids and stand in front of a bullet and Mm -hmm. die for them. right? Right? But I can also be extremely annoyed by them and also be extremely honest with the fact that it's not all good. Oh, there's no matter question of fact. About that. It's 50-50 at best, okay? So people who can't come to the table and admit that they're raising kids is difficult and not your favorite thing and def- it makes you feel defeated and you don't feel like you're kicking ass at it all the time, then you're not an honest person and I don't want to have that conversation with you, so I was actually being serious. If you can't admit that your kids cramp your style at least to a certain degree. There's got to be some kids out there that are good kids and don't have a lot of problems with them, and they don't feel that way. Your be. kids? No, no. <laughs> I've had we had our share of issues too. I don't know what you're. No, why no, no. You... no. I don't think so. I think that there are there is. I think that's you looking at it from like a father's point of view. That because right because if your kid was super good and it like never really caused you any problems, but still there's the sleepless nights as a mom. There's the throwing up. There's yep. the doctor's appointments. There's the vomiting. There's there's so much more that, that mm-hmm. even if your kid was perfect, it's still a super super duper duper hard job. I don't. I'm not denying that at all. I'm just saying. Not denying that. It's a bullshit job too. They should have a. What you call it? They should have a day. They should set have aside. a union. They should they have should. a mother sh- motherhood union. <laughs> they should. Yeah. <laughs> be like a then everybody would go on strike, and then they three would never do 15 anything. Fifteen minute breaks <laughs> every day. Union breaks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm tired of it. I'm tired yeah. of the bullshit. Free me. Free Rachel. Hashtag free Rachel. I'm over it. Get me and out of here. You can't have your hashtag. I have my hashtag. Cletus. <sighs> we can only focus on one free at a at a time. Sometimes I fantasize on what my life would have been like if I didn't have kids. I think everybody's probably wondered, you know, not that they wished it, but they've wondered what it would be, what would be different. And a part of my brain says, well, you'd probably be in movies. <laughs> you'd be a movie star. And you'd part be of co-starring brain, with Chris Pratt, huh? And part of my brain says, well, you'd probably be dead. You well, know, that's like, pretty morbid. Well, uh, like different, completely different paths. You yep. know what I mean? Like a su- either a really successful path or like a, the most terrible path possible because I didn't have kids that were keeping me from like, oh, I can't make that bad decision because I yeah, have this responsibility. Yeah, I got to be home by eight. Right, like what, yeah. the other path that that may have taken me down. But I don't know. They've, they're pushing that on me this week for sure. I've confessed my uh, kid problems to two different dirty plant hoes. <laughs> oh, yeah? Just voice to text, just told them everything I knew about everything was like, 
because I knew that they had older kids, and I was like, "What? What am I supposed to do? Like, if my kid is out manipulating me, yeah, well, he has and more outlasting. Stamina. If he's got more stamina than me, then what the hell am I supposed to yeah, do? That's, that's my biggest fear. Am I supposed that, to call the devil and make a pact, or what am I supposed? Am I supposed to play the fiddle for my life? You know, like what am I supposed to do? What do you do? I don't know. He's too strong. He's too stubborn. He's too stub- stubborn and too strong. And I don't know where he gets it from. Probably from you. I think it's a Carter thing. <laughs> I'm a little bit stubborn, but I'm not that. I mean, I, I don't have the stamina. Casey's, Casey's can, a stepdad. I That's can <laughs> I can short term stubborn it with the best of them. And if you give me, you know, if I need to get through today, and it's like, by gosh, I'm going to draw a line in the sand, and I, no one's going to be more stubborn than me tomorrow. I have a little trouble holding up the holding the line, but at it some all, point, it, you it know, depends. in three or four days, it depends on what it is. <laughs> I do have some ability there. It depends but on, on what stuff it like is. this. It, it's hard to be, you know, because after a while, you know, you you ground your kid, you take things away, you punish, and then you're like, okay, and you start feeling sorry for them. It's like, oh, they don't have nothing to do, and then you start forgetting. Well, these are choices they made, and then you want to you want to. You want to be nice and give things back, and then they're just waiting for that moment to go back to their old behavior, and you're like, I've been played. And then you do it again, and you feel the same way again. It's just that's part of being a parent, I guess. Yeah. I was some an only, easier, I was an only child. Harder. That's, I, don't, I, I don't think I had good parenting. I don't think I had a good parenting example to pull from. Uh, you think? I feel like I get very frustrated very easily. Uh, and that's like all personal bullshit that's got nothing to do with my kid. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know. Like the existentialism that has come from my kids turning into teenagers has not been good. It's been you all bad. You haven't that process. It's been all bad for me. Mm-hmm. My son is taller than me. My other son is taller than me now. And it rocks my world consistently when he's around me. You know what I mean? Because like, wow, that I made that thing. It's gonna tower over me and could potentially kill me. You ain't gonna kill me. I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying, he could potentially kill me, and I made him. You know what I mean? But he could grow tall enough to potentially your slap me get, in half. Where does your brain get this stuff? Where does your brain not get this stuff? You would have to go through me. He can't go through me. I'm not saying I'd for real. I'd break him in half. I'm not saying for real. Oh, well, my. <laughs> he's the sweetest boy in the world. He's not mm-hmm. violent at all. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's crazy that my body had the capability. To bring something into this world that could then grow up to be so much more taller, massive, and bigger than me, and could potentially bring me harm, but I made it. Isn't that weird? Like, I, I, yeah, I could give birth potentially to like an eight foot tall dude. Maybe it's just weird. Look, if you don't see what's strange about that, something's wrong with you. Yeah, you can also unsubscribe. I guess you can leave as well. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See you later. All right. It's been nice, folks. Yep. <sighs> I've been teetering on getting fired for a while, huh? Yeah. Maybe we do need a union. Maybe you do. Make it harder for you to fire me. I guarantee our then union can, reps would not get along with each yeah. other. I can tell you that. And I could probably do less work and still stay on board. It would look like peaceful protesting, but it probably <laughs> wouldn't be. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> You know what I'm saying. Oh, what else you got, Pumpkin? My Rachel's Reflections. Oh, you're, I forgot. Sorry. It's Rachel's Reflections time. My bad. You suck so hard at everything. 
I'm just kidding. That's that how it? no, that's how that I feel. That's how I feel about myself, and I think that the reason why I felt like really disconnected from everything recently is because I feel like I suck at everything. So, I'm a mom, a YouTuber, right? I'm the maid to a certain, I'm not saying that derogatively. I'm saying, like, if stuff gets taken care of around the house, it's usually by me. Um, I'm the, I'm Mother Nature, because I have to take care and water all these house plants, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like I, I feel like here lately, I suck at every single one of those tasks, right? So I never can quite get the housework where I want it. My sub, my not my subscribers, but my views have consistently been going down on YouTube mm-hmm. here and on my regular YouTube channel. My parenting skills are nothing to boast about at this time. Um, <laughs> And I feel like as a human being, you have to feel like you're at least succeeding at one thing that you're doing. And I haven't felt that in months. Like, I feel like I suck roundly, you know? And when, I try, opportunity to, suckage. And when I try to stop doing things that I feel like are, are contributing to the fact that I suck so much, I can't do it. So I tried to put my phone away. It worked for like two days. Were you more productive during that time? Super productive. Because... Who wants to sit around and just not do anything? So the boredom of not having your smartphone will push you in to doing tasks, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm addicted to my smartphone. I tried to put it away, but I can't put it away. So now I'm back to just fully using it all over again, which is distracting me from my tasks. But my brain says, well, well, Rachel, you have to do this because you have to to check up on your... It's so weird. It's like... I know that social media is is helping me in, in, like, the fact that I can make money, then I'm working, right? But it's like, well, yeah, you can make money off of selling bags of Coke, right? By making not money. Not necessarily a good thing. Not necessarily a good thing, but when I'm saying, like, well. You mean, well, like, Coca-Cola? Yeah, Coca-Cola. So, if you tried to quit doing Coca-Cola, and then they were like, okay, we'll only do it on Fridays, would that be a little hard for you to do, do you think? Do you think Absolutely. it would be hard for you to just do the drug on Friday? Or, Rachel, please, just only take a couple of hours to do it in the morning. Only do a little bit of the only drug. Only do a little daily. bit of it in the morning. I can't do it. It's like, it's like once I pick it up, it. I don't even know how long I've been holding my phone, and I've just been on like, I will literally clock out mentally, not even be there, not really even thinking about it, and, and looking and scrolling through apps and looking at shit that just don't even make sense. And I just feel like I suck at everything right now. I'm not successful in one department. My, my van looks gross. <laughs> my, my floors are dirty. It's just like I suck at everything. I suck. Oh, well, you got a happy husband, this... so you're not sucking at that. <clears throat> no, I've been sucking at that too. Yeah, I've been kind of a, a bitch. I've been kind of hard to live with. I've been... On edge, I've been feeling super hormonal and really weird and shitty lately. Maybe you're going through the change early or something. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. There's something wrong with me, though. I feel like I got a pube in the back of my... (laughs) You ever get that? Yeah. No, I mean, I don't don't know how to answer that. It's going to bother me until I get it out. It's back there. It's like right every time I move my tongue, I can feel it. Anyways, I just feel like I suck at everything. 
And it's coming through. Like, I tried to do that um, video review. Like, and when I swear to God, y'all, when I sat down with my Chromebook to watch my second ever video, like, I thought it was going to be, like, a funny ha-ha. I yeah, thought I was going to laugh out loud. I was telling you. You were hard you, on yourself. But who isn't hard on themselves? Like, yeah, I thought. Yeah, but you're really that, hard on yourself. That's I think not that fair. that was a general consensus, too, that you were too hard. And that's precisely what I'm going to say. That, that wasn't fair because I feel like if anybody looked at themselves two years after the fact, they would have been equally as hard on themselves. And when everybody told me about how hard I was on myself, I was like, well, I guess I suck at that, too. No. Thanks a lot, everybody. No. But that's no. what it, no, no, no. You guys need to realize that. Like, there's only so much criticism you can place on one person before they just, and that's it. So you're seeing that as criticism. I thought that I did a good job. You did do it. No one, see, that's, I don't think you're reading that right. I didn't read anything like it was criticism when you didn't do a good job. I read it like it was funny to watch your reaction, but don't be so hard on yourself because you were still good then too. We liked you then and we like you now. I get don't that. Don't be so hard on yourself. That's the way I took 95% of all that comment, not as criticizing. I didn't take it as criticism, but it changed my perception of what I had done. So when I put it out, I didn't feel like I had been too hard on myself. I thought that my reaction of disgust to an earlier, tra- like an interpretation of how I was trying to behave, I didn't like it. And I thought like that was okay to be honest and openly disgusted. And then people were like, you're so hard on yourself. I'm like, I, I didn't think I was really being that hard it on myself. Come, you did come across as being hard on yourself. I mean, So it's like, I want, well, hmm. I guess I hate myself. No. Did you ever think of it? Did anybody ever think about that? I mean, do you know how hard it is for me to edit videos where I have to look at myself the whole time? Like, you guys, don't, I don't think, I don't know if anyone gets it. Yeah, there is a different element there when you're having to watch yourself all the time and cut out yeah. ticks and things that over you don't and like. Over and over and over and over again. And I thought, when, when I put the video out, I thought people are going to laugh their asses off. But the majority of the comments were, don't be so did. hard on yourself, which just made me feel sad. Because I was like, oh, well, I guess that just came off as me just beating myself up. No, for see, you're misreading, and you're I, misreading it. You're, and I spent eight hours almost editing that video. You're misreading all that, though. That is definitely, I guarantee you, that's not what the intent was of those comments. You're taking those comments and trying to put the most negative spin on them possible. It's not that, it, that's not what it is. Everyone's just like, it's okay. We like you both ways. Don't be, don't be so hard on yourself. I didn't it, need reassurance. I didn't, I didn't need that because at the end of the video, I was like, isn't it awesome how far that, that I've come to the point where I, I can literally almost can't even look at the stuff that I used to do, but I'm, I'm kind of okay with what I'm doing now. I thought that I, you know, I don't know. Well, a lot of these comments were made three minutes in and five minutes uh, in, you know. I no, know. Nobody waits till the very end and says, okay, my, the summary of my comments are this, you know. It's kind of like a live streaming type thing. So. No, but you get a you get a feel for the general consensus of what the comments are going to be when like three days after the fact, and you have an accumulation of comments, and you can get what the general thread is. Mm-hmm. The general thread was that, and I was like, "Oh, I took the general well, thread." To I mean- guess next time, what I'll do is I'll make a fake video where I sit there and I go, "Hi, you guys." <laughs> These are my 10 favorite, play- you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I no, felt like it no was a, it was a moment of honesty, and I don't think it translated. And, of course, it's 10 out of 10, the last video down on the rung. It's like, whatever. I just edit videos for hours and hours for fun, I guess, at this point, you know. Who cares? 
it is the ebbs and the flows, as it were. There's but definitely ebbs and flows to it. Uh, the moral of the story is, is that if you feel like, I guess, you suck at everything, too, give me a call. We can hang out. This has been Rachel's <laughs> Reflections. Well, that was that was uplifting. <laughs> Welcome to my brain. Sorry. You don't ever feel like that, do you? No. You don't ever feel like you suck at everything? Yeah, but I just like, okay, here's what I'm going to do to try to do better. Because you have your job, and you feel like pretty accomplished at your workplace, right? Yep. You feel like you do a good job. I don't have that. How my job you, is YouTube, and when, you when the numbers f- are in the tank. I know, but how can you not still feel accomplished with what you're doing? Because everything's just not going da- well. Just, just because you're in a downswing does not mean that you're still not doing well. I, well, do you want the honest answer? I don't know. Or do you want the politically I want the correct I, answer? I want the one I don't have to edit a lot. <laughs> the politically correct answer is I didn't used to think about it all the time. And I feel like over a certain amount of time, it kind of became something that I thought about more and more and more and more and yeah, more and more. The more successful you get, the more it's on your radar. Mm, I guess, if you want to put it like that. But yeah. I just think about it too much now, and I don't know how to put that in reverse. And uh, it's just one of those things where uh, – you have things in your life that you feel really accomplished about. And when when things don't go well in, like, just imagine if you were getting shit on at work, right? And then all your projects here at home, something went terribly wrong with that. And then one of your kids is... Yeah. And then you, it, it just gets to the point where you're like, you know, I don't know what I'm really contributing here. It's like... You know, it's you're, you're getting hit from multiple angles. There's no question about that. <clears throat> it's not. I don't know. I told I told the the teachers when you know when they called and everything. I said, Oh, yeah. I got a comment about that. Go ahead. I'm not blaming anybody. Yeah. But when when I got on the phone with the teachers, they got not the teacher, not the not the teacher's assistant, but the teacher themselves got really super defensive when we were talking about my my son about this I don't want to get too specific okay but the defensiveness just kind of sent me off and it was just like look I'm not you're not blaming me I'm not blaming you what we're doing here is we're trying to we're, communicate and we're trying to figure out where the ball is being dropped. But that's so that, not so that what we can she solve. was doing. Clearly she was wanting to blame. And so it just sent me off and it was like, Oh, so, so really it's my fault. Right. She tried to put all the blame that it was your fault. Right. Okay. Here, so, and then that just kind of, everything has just been spiraling ever since. Here's what I've, here's what I've come to know. Cause I've, I grew up for most of my life. You can, you know, there's these generalities like, Oh, cops are good. And most of them are, but they're not all. There's bad ones. Uh, teachers, they're this uh, untouchable. We have a lot of teachers that listen to this podcast. I know, and I'm being honest. I'm not saying all teachers suck, but I'm saying that when you're raised by thinking, oh, teachers are just so benevolent and they're just so giving and they all want what's best for the kids and the children and they're just so altruistic, they're just this pure people. That's a childish thought. It is, but that's kind of the perception that I've had of teachers up until the last probably year or two. And then what you find, which is reality, is that you got a lot of really good teachers, and then you got a handful of them that suck, just like in every other walk of life. You got some, you got a lot of really good cops that are that are polite and helpful, and you know, going out of their way to you know make everybody safe. And then you got a handful of them, and a minority of them that are that suck, 
and they're bad and they do stupid things. And the teachers are the same way. And for a teacher to use as an excuse, well, I've got all these papers to grade. And I'm like, how is that an excuse when that's your job? That's like me saying, well, I got all these computers to fix. Yeah, that's because that's your job, dumbass. You know, and to get all these kind of excuses about my job, you know, if you don't like your job, go get a different job. Don't use it as an excuse to why something's going on. And then all these excuses during this interaction had really kind of opened my eyes. It's like, well, some of these people just suck. And they don't have any business doing what they're doing. It's a job to them, and they suck at it, and they need to move on. So that's Casey's reaction to Rachel's reflections. That got too specific. <laughs> yeah. I hope nobody from most the teachers are great. Listens. I still think most teachers are great. Yeah, I love we most actually teachers. really, I really, I super appreciate teachers. Not all of them, though. More than I used to because when I tried to homeschool yeah. my son, I thought, you know what? Uh, it's not for everybody. I can't do this. Like, I'm not educated enough to do this. I'm not structured enough to do this. And I'm glad that it's somebody's job that they actually are good can at it and have it. been professionally trained at it and get paid for it. So don't attack the teachers. I'm not attacking the teachers. I'm just saying that some of them probably don't need to be teachers. And for whatever reason, though, that goes for every damn deal out there. It does. And for some reason, that's all we've kind of stumbled into that. Yeah. My whole point was to say that, you know, I just don't. Yeah. Most teachers are great. I'm saying it multiple times. The vast majority (laughs) of teachers love their children and are doing everything they can to help. And they're doing a great job. Yeah, and just like in every profession, there's people just phoning it in, and I don't even think that that's my son's issue. I don't think it really has a ton to do with his teachers. I think it has a ton to do with it's him. Some, I, I've already, it's, it's a lot, I'm not taking blame off of him. This is not me trying to say, well, he's just an innocent bystander. We're he getting, is, too, we're getting yeah. too specific. Yeah, we're getting too specific, yeah. Way too specific. Whoops. We need to back up Whoops. off of that because my kid's going to freak out. Beep. Yeah, we no. were walking through the parking lot the other day. <laughs> there was a... A car for that was beeping when it backed yeah. up, and it scared. It was loud, and it was like right in front of me. And when I heard it, I was thinking, like work truck something. And I'm looking around, and I'm not seeing it. And it's like it's bearing down on me. And it took me a minute to realize that it was like a van uh, type situation, and uh, it was loud. And I just eaten, and I thought I was gonna shit my pants. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just well, I don't know what. The ABS was good, just to bring back that point. If yep. anybody's interested in the American Begonia Society and you think it might be too hoity-toity or too complicated or if everyone's going to be, like, asking you questions and you feel like you're going to be responsible for anything, it wasn't like that at all. It was just they said, do you want to attend? And then I sent the email back and I said, yes, I want to attend. And then they sent me an email with my password for the Zoom meeting. And then all I had to do was log in. They took care of all of the rest. So it's basically like a free show. So if you're interested, their next meeting will be in March. I'm not sure what day it is. But if you're interested, I don't think there's a cap on people who can participate because it's over Zoom. So be sure and send the American Begonia Society a message. Um join the American Begonia Society. I haven't actually done it yet, but I am planning on doing it. I so you that did. I thought I did a long time ago, but I never actually finished it. I probably got distracted and ADD'd my way out of that. So <laughs> who knows? I can barely make a dentist appointment for myself. Um, 
But yeah, go check out the American Begonia Society. Um, they do not suck. So you should go check them. I, my representation of them sucked last time, but they do not suck. So go check them out. And also, um, well, I was going to push something. And then when I was describing it, I forgot it because my brain's oatmeal. Sorry. You got anything else you'd like to say? That's all I got. Okay. We love you guys. Peace out. Later, haters. Bye. See you guys. in my kitchen with too much heat she got my flapjack sleeping no matter what i do she wanna scramble eggs 3 a.m and the pot's still stirring for all i know she wants him until the morning going round and round till she gets away Steal my bread and blow it all on another You wanna escape me now and roll